Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Life Church Bible Study Online. We hope you are encouraged, challenged, and most of all, we hope it brings you closer to Jesus. Let's enjoy the study together. I'm going to be covering 3 John today with you, and I'm really excited to go over the third and final letter. Um, I guess I will just jump right in. Uh, the author, again, is the Apostle John, and he is writing to, I'm going to butcher the name, and I'm sorry, but I say Gaius. I'm probably saying it wrong. Um, he was a prominent Christian at that time in one of the churches that John was, I guess, overseeing in a big way or just in a general way, if that's the better term. Uh, it was written around AD 90 from Ephesus. And some of the principles that it discusses is living um, in God's truth and, of course, John's final words. So we will just get started. It says in verse 1, The elder, to my dear friend Gaius, whom I love in truth. Dear friend, I pray that you may enjoy good health and that all may go well with you, even as your soul is getting along well. It gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness and to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. So that's kind of saying that John is concerned about Gaius's whole well-being, his spiritual and physical well-being, and that we must care for the whole person, uh, not just the physical side, not just the spiritual side, but both in unison as a whole. Um, it's important that we meet others' needs in that way. So um, if we can do something for them that we know they need um, to help their physical well-being or their spiritual well-being, we should see their responsibility and do that. Um, I'm going to go ahead and reread verse 3 and 4. It gave me great joy when some believers came and testified about your faithfulness to the truth, telling how you continue to walk in it. I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. So no greater joy to hear that my children are walking in the truth. That's kind of a big deal. If we think about it, um, one of the greatest joys as a parent is when you see that your children are thriving and doing well and doing things that you've been working so hard to impression on them and to teach them. And so John is saying, I am so proud of you to see that you're not only following Christ, but you're serving as well. And um, it's great when people are utilizing the tools that they've been given. And so he's just commending him for doing a great job and saying he's proud of him. Uh, verse 5, Dear friend, you are faithful in what you are doing for the brothers and sisters. Even though they are strangers to you, they have told the church about your love. Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. So hospitality is vital because when we're hospitable, it really leaves an impression on others and they see what we're doing to love on people and then that makes them want to love on people. And so it's very, very important that we're always encouraging and looking for ways to maybe feed someone or have someone over and just encourage them, love on them, support them in what they're doing. Uh, we're going to go ahead and reread verses 6 through 8. They have told the church about your love. 
Please send them on their way in a manner that honors God. It was for the sake of the name that they went out, receiving no help from the pagans. We ought, therefore, to show hospitality to such people so that we may work together for the truth. So again, um, it's important to be hospitable, but it's even more important to support other Christians and missionaries in their work because think about how awkward that would be um, if you're going to uh, minister to a, a group of people but then turn around and have to ask those people for help or for money or whatever it is that you need um, because a lot of times people who are doing mission work they're, they're not having the stability of a job like others, and, and their job is to spread the gospel and to love on people, and so that's not necessarily a financial thing, and so it's very important as Christians that we look for ways to help other Christians whose job is to be a missionary and to go out and, and spread the gospel, and it almost instills a responsibility in us that it is um, important that we work together for the greater good. And again, think about having to ask non-believers for that assistance. It just wouldn't make sense when you're trying to share the gospel with them and then turn around and say, oh, by the way, I need some money or I need a lift or you know, I need a place to stay. People, your intentions then become fuzzy to those people and they're not sure Hey, if you're, you know, living for Christ and you're doing Christ's work, then why why are you needing money from me again? You know, it's just we want to make sure that we're supporting our fellow Christians. Okay, so picking up with verses 9 and 10. I wrote to the church, but Diotrephes, who loves to be first, will not welcome us. So when I come, I will call attention to what he is doing, spreading malicious nonsense about us. Not satisfied with that, he even refuses to welcome other believers. He also stops those who want to do so and puts them out of the church. Uh, power monger for sure. <laughs> he loved to be in charge. He's saying this is how we ought not to be. Um, he loved to be in charge. It was his way or the highway, it seems. It was um, just he was not willing to offer help and assistance to those who needed it. He was more worried about um, being in charge and holding that power than he was to be a responsible leader. Uh, good leaders are humble and responsible. They're not prideful and just more concerned about the title behind their name. And so it's important that as Christians and good leaders that we are responsible and we are mindful to that and how people receive that. And so John is saying, hey, I, I want to tell you about this guy so you know what not to do. <laughs> okay, so covering 11 and 12. Dear friend, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. Anyone who does what is good is from God. Anyone who does what is evil has not seen God. Demetrius is well spoken of by everyone and even by the truth itself. We also speak well of him, and you know that our testimony is true. So this is referring to someone else who has been doing a great job and who has a good reputation. And a reputation goes a long way. I'm sure you can think of many people who have a good reputation, some who have a not-so-good reputation. And if you think about it, they earned that good reputation over longevity and over consistent behavior of of being godly and being Christ-like. And when I think about people who have the best reputation, um, 
in my life, it's always someone who is willing to admit when they are wrong and willing to admit when they messed up. And they were very humble and very much willing to say, hey, I am learning from my mistakes. And it's John saying, Demetrius, you know, he, he has a great influence on people. Look at what he's been doing. His reputation is, is wonderful. And that's what we need to be striving for. Um, I will tell you uh, just a really quick side note about being hospitable and having a good reputation. Uh, when we went to adopt Andy, it was so incredible. We were put in contact with a um, pastor in Alabama through Lauren Bellard, through a mutual friend, and the pastor didn't know us at all, but just through his reputation was connected with us, and they housed us and fed us for a week in Alabama and saved us so much money and time, I mean, just time without having to go to restaurants and, and fed us, and it was incredible, and the most um, true form of, of Christ in the physical form, and it, it was incredible, and so it, it went a long way, and that's what we should be striving to do, is, is be someone who has that reputation of just no hesitation, jumping in and helping people, and so I just wanted to throw that in there as a personal thing that uh, spoke to me, and we will move on to verses 13 through 15 for John's final words. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to do so with pen and ink. I hope to see you soon, and we will talk face to face. Peace to you. The friends here send their greetings. Greet the friends there by name. So, um, again, John's just encouraging them to continue to live in truth and then also to let them know, hey, I want to have a face-to-face conversation. There is value in that. And I think that he was saying, Gaius, keep doing what you're doing. Um, I want you to continue to fulfill my mission, even though there is someone that's in a leadership position who is opposing and and not doing what he should, you need to be the example and you need to continue that good reputation. And when I come, I'm going to have a talk with that guy, but um, at the same time, be aware and then continue doing a good job. So I think overall in uh, Third John, we are learning to be hospitable and to love on people through uh, what's been given to us with our homes and our maybe our good cooking skills or maybe our minivan that can hold a lot of people just be be looking out for ways that we can be hospitable and and love on people with with the things that God has given us